You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. Uh, hello everyone welcome back to the digital state of mind podcast season three we have another guest today i'm excited for this episode i don't know if our guest is excited (laughs) we have jackie sterna who is i've worked with jackie so much within the past year. I don't even know. Oh, I think we met through Alex at High Moon Studio. Um, but Jackie is a photographer and uh, she did my branding photos in New York. So the ones that you see all the time, the butterfly dress, the red suit, all of those Jackie did. And then she also did our photo shoot for Pin and Thrive. So um, in, I think, what was that? October of 2021, we all went out to Phoenix. So it was me, Sydney, Kaylin, Jackie, and then Vera, who works with Jackie a lot, doing makeup and hair. Um, and then Shy was there as well. It was like a big old party. So that was really fun. And then we also have another shoot coming up this year, which we're all really excited about. So I am happy to have you here. I think we're going to cover a lot that is going to be super helpful, especially to people who maybe are kind of starting out and wondering about the importance of professional branding photography. So Jackie, I this is Jackie's first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> popping your podcast, Cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is scary. Um, <laughs> Jackie, yeah. you just start hyperventilating. You're like, I gotta go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you exit out of the, you just keep exiting out of the page. Yes. And I'm like, I know that you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> So Jackie, just tell us how you got started, how you could have got into photography in general. And then I feel like your business has changed a lot and blown up a lot in the past few years. So kind of how you got to where you are in your business right now. Okay. Um, Well, the first thing I always tell people is just like from how I started, because everyone asks me like, when did you start? Um, I've just been taking pictures ever since I knew how to hold a camera basically um my first models were my beanie babies so my (laughs) parents would just have to develop rolls of film with them just sitting around the house like on the stairs on the couch on the piano Uh, (laughs) like this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was that was my portfolio as a child um and then yeah i just took just tons of pictures all the time. I was actually really self-conscious about it for a while because I got made fun of for always taking pictures and having my camera and stuff Mm, like that. Um, I got into like the online space. Well, I was always on like MySpace and Facebook and Mm -hmm. Zanga and Tumblr and Neopets and everything. Um, But I joined Instagram like in 2012 and I posted a lot, like just like photo diary stuff. Um, And then I started working with more models and boutiques, like lookbooks and stuff when I moved to Arizona. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was sharing that on Instagram, Facebook, and my website. And then I ended up winning a contest in a Facebook group to get my brand. Really? Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm like, I feel like I'm like, just, what's it called? I'm just like. It's so hard to like tell stories. <laughs> Every time someone asks me to tell me how I got here, I'm like, how far back did I, I go? I hate this question. So I'm just like, I don't know how to have a conversation about it. I'm just like. Wait, what did you rolling. win a contest for? Like, what was was it for your photos or to get photos? Oh, to get um, branding done by Alex. So that's how Alex oh. and I um, like became friends. And um, so she did my first branding, um, and then she ended up hiring me for brand photos. Uh-huh. Um, and then a lot of people saw that, and mm-hmm. a lot at that time, a lot of people were like, have starting online businesses or moving their businesses into the online yeah. space because of COVID and everything. So a lot of people needed imagery and because of my background with like working mm-hmm. with models and like boutiques and stuff, and, like doing more editorial style stuff, it, I kind of mer- felt like I was like merging the worlds of the like professional photos with mm-hmm. the fun fashion photos. So it's cool because, you know, people who always dreamed of being in magazines or stuff like that that weren't models still got to have like the model experience and feel like they were in a fashion shoot versus just like like a headshot shoot yeah so what 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 year was it was that 2020 or 2021 that you really feel like things started to blow up um I think it started yeah 2020 and before that, were you working with people? Like I know a lot of people kind of work more like in person and do local photography mm-hmm. and then they end up transitioning online. Is that what you were doing or were you more so just like doing it for fun before that and working another job? Um, I was – I like have – usually I always had about like three jobs. Um, I think that last year I might have – I think I was working full-time at um, – doing like a corporate job and oh gosh I'm like I don't even remember oh and then I started like an online boutique oh my gosh I just was always doing tons of other work you did yeah (laughs) I I feel like I've never asked you about what you were doing before what type of corporate job did you have um I was doing an event experience planner for the Omni hotels um so it was like kind of kind of in the same mm -hmm. realm you were still working with like something creative yeah um or wait what did I say did so, you said event planner. Oh, not okay. So I wasn't planning or event, event coordination. Um, so wasn't event. See, I'm like so nervous. I'm like so experienced planner. <laughs> so basically, if you were coming to the resort and you're like, I'm coming, and or I'd see like a party coming, and I'd be like, you know, mm-hmm. reach out to them, be like, what are you guys coming for? Like, can I schedule like your spa stuff? Like, schedule stuff in the community for you. Like, make sure you mm-hmm. have like have gifts for them at the room. Like, kind mm-hmm. of just like plan their experience. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did you, were you, did you go to college at all? Um, I did. I dabbled in like. I dabbled in college. <laughs> <laughs> a few years of community college and like um, some at University of Arizona, which just like put me in so much debt. And I did it just yeah. because my, mostly for my parents, because my dad, like that's, he, one of his biggest dreams for me, like coming mm-hmm. from Poland and just like I feel like he just tried so hard to like set me up and like and so it really has been something really hard for him 
like me not following through with it, but it's really cool because I actually had him listen to your podcast with me. I told you about it, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. College, it's you don't so need it, Jackie." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "Hey, Jess." <laughs> I was like, "Finally, after all these years, that one podcast episode." He's like, "Okay, I get it now." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that is cool. so cute. So whenever you were in college, did you know that you wanted to do photography, or was it? Did you view it more like a hobby? I guess my question is, like, did you know that it was something that you could make money doing Um, or not really? I think by college, yes, because I had already started to, like, do it. I think, like, Mm -hmm. you know, in my adult year, I think, like, when I was 18, that's when I officially started my Mm -hmm. business and stuff. Um, But it was definitely hard because my whole family was always, like, like, my dad, he's, like always calls it a hobby. Like he's never called it a job. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah. hey, that's you, I love you do photography, but that's a hobby, you know. And and so yeah. I always like thought I'd do like something with like media. Like I thought about doing music videos at one point because I mm-hmm. took like telecom in high school. Um, thought about oh, I went what to studied consumer science in college because I really mm-hmm. love consumer science and like what makes people buy and like mm-hmm. what why people buy things, why they take the route they take in a store. So I was really into like merchandising and the science behind all of that. So I was like, that's why I was really interested in retail and wanted to open up a retail store. And then I did the online stuff. So yeah, I feel like I could not see you working in a field that isn't super creative. Yeah. Like you are just the epitome of someone. I don't understand how you do it, but you are just so good at like thinking outside of the box and being able to like forecast what is going to like work really well for someone and what isn't, which we're going to talk more about that. But I feel like it's, it seems like whenever I first started, like I joined the online space in 2020, like early 2020, people kind of had brand photos, but I feel like it was a lot of self-taken photos like or I I guess a really big thing back then was kind of like the travel business owner or like you know the business owner that was in Bali or whatever and so most of their pictures were more centered around like their travel and things like that I feel like I didn't really see a ton of brand shoots or like professional imagery where I was like wow this is like really cool and then it seemed like it really started to blow up and maybe some of that was because of COVID too like there were limitations on what people could do but do you feel like there was like a specific time where you really started to see people take their brand images more seriously? Yeah I think definitely COVID was a huge part of it since so many people like like I knew, you know, boutiques that had to close their doors and just put everything online. So Mm -hmm. they couldn't sell, like they were on some of the most popular, you know, streets, but they lost all that foot traffic. So now they had to step up their game from just taking, you know, iPhone photos for their Instagram or something and actually put it all up on their website and sell it on their website through stuff. Um, Or so I guess that's for the more boutique um, section. Um, yeah. But just a lot of people who lost their jobs too and went into the online space and then needed to figure out how to sell themselves and their entire brand. So I just, I think that that was like, honestly, just such a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it, it really seemed like it blew up. And I feel like especially during 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. it was like everyone was doing it. And everyone was really trying to start 
incorporating not just like pictures of themselves because I remember well a lot of the pictures that I saw of business owners were like at their laptop or mm-hmm. it felt very staged and I'm sure that you kind of saw a lot of that too and it's really like started to transition out of that and I honestly feel like you are like one of the people that kind of pioneered that like movement happening to where you can have really cool images that aren't just for your business online that aren't just you looking at your phone or you sitting on your laptop or holding your laptop or like very posed, mm-hmm. which kind of brings us to the question of how important do you think it is for a business owner to have professional brand imagery? Because I know that it's something that a lot of people really struggle with, I guess, validating, investing in, especially whenever they're first starting. Yeah. Um, so shy, I was asking shy about this earlier because mm-hmm. I was like, how do I answer this? Uh, so we're saying that when they don't feel like the content that they're creating is at the level that they want it to be. So like if you're selling a service that, you know, it's a high end service or it's at a price point that's higher um, and then you want your content to match like because I feel like when you look at something like if it's like a cheap photo, like mm-hmm. like an iPhone. Fo- I mean, iPhone photos. Okay, so that's I shouldn't be using that. They're word. a lot better now um, than they were before. Because <laughs> yeah, because I use we use iPhone photos for our like now that's one of our deliverables. Um, so yeah. but using a photo taken by not a professional, so the lighting's off, it just mm-hmm. looks like not great. And then they're like, mm-hmm. th- like they they want to handle my money and all my bank accounts, like mm-hmm. you know, versus seeing like something that looks very professional it's like okay like they invested in themselves i should invest in mm-hmm. that like they like they look more trust it adds like a level of trust i don't know um right so that's like one point um yeah like when they want to level up um and when they want to create a certain atmosphere around their visual branding so um just like i don't know if that answer the feeling the of it yeah um yeah show the your personality try to find like if you're not getting the your ideal clients, like if you're not connecting to them somehow, like, mm-hmm. like for like example, my parents, they, they sometimes like when they've seen my social media and stuff, they're like, you're going to turn off so many clients, Jackie. And I'm like, well, good. I don't want <laughs> why? that. Like, I've, why do they, why do they think that? Oh, just like me drinking or me like, um, like, cause you're so scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> like when I used to post weed more, like when I am uh-huh. like half naked, like, I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if people are against that, then like, they're not my clients. So I think right. that, yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 also seems like a lot more now it's more it's become like businesses in general have become more person focused rather than just service focused. It's not so much about anymore like can this person do this service well because there's a lot of people that can do services well. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the you know things that we talk about in my courses a lot is that you really at the end of the day are what is going to make someone want to buy from you or work with you because there's a ton of people that can do the same service but it's really seemed like people have over time kind of evolved or at least online businesses over time have evolved into becoming such a brand like Mm -hmm. you truly become a brand and with that your imagery it makes people feel a certain way it's just like whenever you see like a certain um company or you know maybe they have skincare or whatever I feel like we're such suckers for good branding good packaging good photos like that at the end of the day if it makes us feel a certain way it's almost like 
well, like cult brands at the end of the day, that's how they get so successful is because people, it gives people a feeling that they want to be a part of. And it seems like online businesses are kind of like individual online businesses are shifting towards that as well, which is interesting. Yeah. That's, I literally, I talk about this so much. I feel like I forgot who was talking about it last, but there's so many photographers that are definitely way more talented than me or talented in different ways. And there's so many people that just, do the same thing, but at the end of the day, they they hire me because they relate to me, they connect with me, mm-hmm. um, and so that's kind of you know I don't know uh, what I'm trying to say, but yeah, <laughs> we just love you so much, Jackie. What what'd you say? I said we just love you so oh, much. I love you too. <laughs> but yeah, I think so. And, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I, with that too, like I think um, it's important for because. You know, I have my brand, but then, and like, I feel like a lot of people see trends or see something that looks mm-hmm. cool and they want to be cool and they are mm-hmm. doing something that isn't authentic to them and attracting yeah. clients that they can't serve properly because it's not truly mm-hmm. them. And then they end up not being happy. So it's like, it's so important to just be you and like, mm-hmm. like we're all different and just embrace that. And that, and this is kind of like a side note, but have you ever had to like turn a client down because they just didn't, like it was really difficult for you to, because I feel like there's kind of this like, I feel like there's two groups of photographers. I feel like there are photographers who will kind of work with anyone because maybe they are just, maybe it's more posed or maybe the type of photos that they're doing, it's more simple and not so much your like own creative direction going in it. And then I feel like there's, another group of photographers who are really like specific about what they like to photograph or who they like to work with because they kind of view it as such a like distinct reflection of them as a person or them as a business owner. And so I feel like you fall in the second group (laughs) and feel like all of your work is like a huge reflection of you as a person. So with that kind of in mind, have you ever had to like turn someone down or have there been projects where you've really struggled because maybe your vision doesn't necessarily align with the client's vision? Yeah, I've definitely turned people away throughout the past just being like, like, and I always refer them to other people, Mm -hmm. um, mostly stuff that like, yeah, it's just, like, completely, like, certain boudoir shoots, like, I like, mm. I, lo- I love shooting girls, like, half naked and naked, but I don't like mm-hmm. doing the pinup style, like, and I'm, like, I can't yeah. do that for you, like, here's other recommendations, um, or just, like, that's, like, the most, like, one at the top of my head, but, yeah, definitely some, yeah. Um, but I, when people, like, that's, like, why mood boards are so important when you're inquiring mm-hmm. to a photographer, which I know we could talk about, but, um, so that, I usually look at those and then I'm like, I probably can't do shots like these or won't do shots like these. Would you be okay with doing something more like this? Um, And then there is definitely a lot of shoots that I have taken on that I've struggled a lot on because I was just like bored out of my mind with what they wanted Mm -hmm. to shoot. And like when I'm bored with like Mm -hmm. the content, like it's hard to be creative. Like I think all of us too, like just with all of our jobs, we do the best job when we're inspired, whether that's making spreadsheets or um, grooming a dog or whatever your career is, like, we have to be really inspired, so, Mm -hmm. to do our best Yeah, I agree. 
And with that, I feel like it's really difficult for a lot of new business owners because obviously like that's the majority of who I work with is new business owners. And I remember whenever I was first starting, I mean, I started in March of 2020 and I didn't do my first professional shoot until December. And then I had my shoot with you, I think in May of the following year. So it, I mean, I definitely could have invested like earlier in a professional shoot, but it wasn't something that was like top priority to me at the time, even though maybe it should have been. Um, But I think the struggle for a lot of new business owner, business owners come in comes in when they're struggling with being new and trying to get their business off the ground and maybe not having the funds to invest in a professional photographer, even though they really want it. So is there kind of like a good alternative or what are your tips for those people who know the importance of it, but just aren't in a spot where they can invest in it quite yet? Yeah. Um, I also want to say if I like don't answer a question, your question, what you're asking, because I feel like I'm so nervous. I'm just like blacking out. And so I'm like, wait, did I, what am I talking about? Did I answer the question right? Cause I, I don't know. So Tomorrow you're like, going to be like, we didn't do a podcast together. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you're like, asks me like, what's your favorite color, Jackie? And then I start talking about pizza and I never answer what the color is. Like, Tell me if I do that. You're like, well, I really love dogs. So, <laughs> so yeah, just oh, you're know. Doing great. Okay. I felt the um, same way when I did my first podcast, I was like, I was so scared for it because it feels like you're doing like, it's just a podcast and you're just talking to a friend, but it feels mm-hmm. Like you're doing like a freaking Forbes interview or something. It's so funny. (laughs) Okay. So alternative, if you're not ready to make an investment. Um, So I know people like know there's, you know, self timers and lighting you can get on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, Should actually make a thing. Okay. Anyways. um, Do you have a favorite? Is there like a favorite app that you have? I know a lot of people use, um, I think it's called Lens Bunny. No. Have you heard of that one? You're like, no, I'm a professional <laughs> photographer. <Jess. laughs> I just use, when I do my selfies, I do the self timer on mm-hmm. just like the iPhone camera. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, um, oh, so yeah, but I was like, I should make an Amazon list of like recommendations for like, like inexpensive oh, you lighting. Should. On your storefront? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. Like it supplies for people who are trying to do photo shoots at home. Yeah. That's so smart. Um, cause like I had a ring light that I ended up giving to one of my friends that, um, it was like, it was inexpensive and I think it's, it was a great light. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. so there's like, you know, the little tools you can get, ask friends to take pictures and stuff like that. But I think that the, one of the most important things is location. So if you don't have like an aesthetic house or anything that like any little area that you could shoot at, I think like renting a studio could for an hour. How much is like the cheapest studio rental? Like you could get one for like 50 bucks, like a cute studio. Yeah, I think that's how much my first one was per hour. Mm -hmm. So like go do that for an hour and like that automatically I think is like up levels the photos and you don't need a Mm -hmm. professional photographer or anything. Obviously, if we were all in the studio together, it would be great. But, it's better. <laughs> but I think that that autumn, like the location is like one of the yeah. like most important things to definitely up level it that people don't realize like themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it yeah. changes everything. Mm-hmm. And is there like as far as actually taking pictures, I know a lot of people feel and this is I think very common. I mean, 
it always takes, even if you've done like a million photo shoots as the person in front of the camera, it always takes time to kind of like settle into it and get comfortable mm -hmm. when you're doing a shoot. And a lot of that is, you know, the photographer and like them kind of guiding you to what looks best from behind the scenes. Whenever people are doing that themselves or kind of have like a friend taking pictures for them, what do you think or like do you have any advice in terms of taking photos that are more like posed where they're you know kind of standing a certain way just like smiling at the camera versus like movement I feel like movement always translates better and looks more natural mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like I feel like if you're just like kind of casually doing it and someone's taking mm -hmm. pictures of you as you're doing things or as you're moving around those always yeah. end up turning out better than like a posed picture necessarily mm -hmm. does yeah um, yeah, movement is great. We always tell people the weirder they feel, the better it looks on camera. Mm -hmm. um, another popular thing is to try to make triangles with your body. Like, mm -hmm. like <laughs> if you're watching it, I keep saying we need to upload these videos on YouTube so everyone can see all the random <laughs> demonstrations that are done. Yeah, um, triangles. There's a lot of videos on TikTok of girls like, how yeah. Um, so I've like mm -hmm. saved some of those to like put them on my client boards. Um, I feel like when I'm taking selfies, I whenever I see someone's selfie that I like and I'm like, oh, we have like a similar body type or like and I like how they look, I will save it. So I have like a folder of like inspiration fo um, photos for myself because, yeah, I feel like it's also different when people pin photos or say photos and it's like people with completely different body types and like their legs right. are so much longer. So it's not going to look the same, like, cause you can't physically like there's just, mm -hmm. yeah. So I try to look at people with similar body types to like um, that. I like their poses and say that. So. Yeah. There's this girl that um, her, she's on TikTok. I think her name is like Mary Hederman or something like that, but she, She's like an influencer and she takes pretty much all of her pictures herself. Like, oh, wait, Shy worked with her, right? Oh, Shy. Um, who's Shy did her, I think Shy did her birthday shoot. Her name is Mary, he is it Mary Hederman? Mary Hederman? Michaela Hederman. Do you want to put this on for a second? Michaela, that's <laughs> right. That's who it was. We have Shy in the building. Shy actually did, is it Michaela? Does she go by, oh, it's M MJ or is it MJ Hederman? MJ Hederman. That's yeah, that's what it was. But I always see her TikTok videos and she's just like taking her tripod and use I think she uses Lens Buddy. Yeah, she does. And then just goes to all of these random locations and takes these pictures that look like amazing by yeah. herself. Yes, yeah. I need to get And lens I feel like buddy. that would be so helpful. Yeah. Yeah, she like <laughs> I talks think about it, like, lighting a lot. Yeah. And I think it like I think Lens Buddy takes like twenty pictures in like thirty seconds or something like that. But um it's I feel like she's a great person to follow if you're someone who is not at the point where you can invest in a photographer but you need tips on how to like position yourself or how to take photos yourself because that's what I would do whenever I first started was just go to like the top of a parking garage I really despise taking pictures in public in front of well I guess not as much now like we did our <laughs> shoot in the freaking middle of the New York streets but whenever I first started I was like this is so embarrassing mm -hmm. so I would just like go to an empty parking garage or like a brick wall or something like that that was just neutral with good lighting and you can get really good pictures on your iPhone heck yeah you can mm -hmm. yeah or like bring a buddy with you so they can like yeah help you make sure it looks good but yeah she's she has a lot mm -hmm. of great resources so highly recommend yeah we got the uh we got the inside so cool. scoop from shy, so cool, shy. 
need you. Like, she needs you to hug her the whole time this yeah. is happening. I need, I need you to hug me the whole time this is happening. She, when she took out the headphones, she didn't hear anymore. <laughs> so as far as... This is something that I've wondered as well. Um, well, the second question I'm going to ask you is what I've wondered. But for one thing is how to know like when in your business it's time to get professional photos done or if that's like as soon as you possibly can. And then the second question that I've always kind of been curious about is how do you know when it's time to update photos or is there kind of like a general timeline of how often you should be having professional photos taken if you are kind of an established business owner? Um, okay. So, like, brain. Okay. I know. <laughs> I just asked you way too many questions at once. So, first one, how do you know when it's time to do brand photos? Okay. So, I think we kind of covered that one, like, when they're feeling that their content isn't, like, mm-hmm. at the level they want it to be, when they want to up-level and create that atmosphere. Um, and then for, like, how often, probably, we were talking about this earlier, depending on, I think one thing is, like, how much you switch up your look like if you you know dye your hair a lot or stuff like that mm-hmm. and if that's something that you want to have like new imagery for um also but a big part of that is how much of the face of your brand are you like do people like are you part of your brand like you're such a big part of your part of your brand um mm-hmm. but like for example like alex with high moon studio she's like doing less like being part of it Right. Her brand, like right. she doesn't want to be like the face of it as much anymore, um, like more mm-hmm. of the studio. So, um, yeah, for her, she probably wouldn't have to update it as much as you would. Um, so based right. off that, anywhere from like each quarter to once a year is kind of like the general like average, we would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's hard because it's especially if you're the type of person who wants to like who does change up your look a lot or does change Mm -hmm. up your brand or like not your branding, but if you're the type of person who's constantly changing, I feel Mm -hmm. like that is how I am. Like my style is always changing and I will like see something and I'm like, Oh, I want that to be like my aesthetic now is so difficult because it makes you want to change it like all the time. Mm -hmm. And then if you do like there, like everyone can, there's, Sorry, see, this is why I was like scared to talk. Like, I just stutter. I'm just uh, you're a uh, great talker. I stutter <laughs> all the time. Um, depending on you know, there's so many photographers and so many different packages and people that offer different things. So like, there's the right photographer for everybody. But um, if you are somebody who wants to shoot every quarter, you could talk about breaking. Like right now, like I usually do, you know, like the full day shoots. But you could talk about mm-hmm. breaking it up if you want to do less and like do like a membership plan or something to mm. do one every quarter. Um, some already have, like some photographers already have that like set up. Um, but you could, if they yeah. don't, you could ask about, can we set something up like that? Um, or yeah, like ones that if you like to shoot with different people and just find um, ones that do offer hourly rates instead of mm-hmm. the bigger package. There's just so much you can explore to find yeah. what what works best for you. And some yeah, people just like realize. To... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to be like, and some people oh, are like, I hate shooting. I just want to knock out as much uh-huh. as I can on one day, not mm-hmm. think about it for a while again. So like, that's kind of, I feel like a lot yeah. of people I work with, um, you know, we get a lot done in one day so that, yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to have a freaking photo shoot extravaganza on our yeah. trip in July. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I am too. It's going to be so fun, but I feel like we are going to be like dying afterwards. Oh. Yeah, we it's a photo shoot hangover. Shy and I are having hangovers mm-hmm. right now from the shoot yesterday. Yeah, it's so exhausting. Like you don't yeah. even think about how exhausting it will be, but at the I feel like at the by the end of the day, you're just like like on both ends you're both just like I'm done like I can't even like you just get the dead eyes and you Mm -hmm. just can't bring the life to the pictures anymore yeah because everyone everyone thinks like oh photo shoots that seems so fun but your brain Mm -hmm. is on your brain is on all that you are thinking so hard Mm -hmm. as a model like how am I posing like connecting your entire body thinking about your feet your hands your everything and like your mouth like just things you don't think about ever like right. I don't know and then like yeah like, I was talking to uh, this guy this morning and I'm like I'm so sore and he's like what are you, how are you sore and I'm like my hands are sore from the camera I get into all these weird positions when I'm shooting yeah. and like positions I don't mm-hmm. get into every day so it's like my muscles like what's happening why are you like upside down like hanging off a tree like I don't <laughs> why know. are we doing this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and so like my like my butt is sore from like squatting like uh-huh. I mean I do need to go to the gym more but I think I'm still <laughs> like, sore. maybe this is a me problem <laughs> <laughs> I think I, yeah I mean it's definitely a, a combination I think but like your neck uh, your eyes like from looking through the camera uh-huh. all day it's like so there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I I do it's I have like a newfound respect for people who do. I feel like there's this kind of common trope of like, oh yeah, models, like that's so hard. You just have to like mm-hmm. show up and look good for the camera. But I'm like I've done a few like big day photo shoots for business and I have a newfound respect for people who do that as their career because yeah, yeah you are like and you're like holding so many weird positions and it feels awkward and you are like mm-hmm. mentally have to be on the whole time because if you are not if you're not, then you can totally see that in the pictures. Yeah. It's so weird how it comes through in your yeah. face and your eyes. And, like, brands, too. Like, they expect you to not have to be, like, totally directed and know how to, right. like, move your body and make the clothes look good or whatever you're mm-hmm. selling. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't feel like I could do that full time. Yeah, but you are so <laughs> photogenic. It's so it's so great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's uh, it's nice to have Vera and you there too, though, because sometimes I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to know. You feel like you're doing something right, and you're like, yeah, this looks good. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you see the picture, and you're like, oh, that's really not good at all. But even like your neck, like having to like pull your neck up, and the way you have to angle your face to make it not look like you're like hunched over into yourself, you feel so weird doing it. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So for professional shoots, like for actually getting pictures done, there's obviously kind of like two folds to that and to having your brand done. So you have the branding side of things where you're actually getting your logo done, your color palette, your fonts, maybe like having your website developed. And then you also have your branding images that go with that. And I feel like there are kind of more like agencies or business owners now who are are 
pairing those together and kind of working that into their into their timeline. But there's also a ton of people who are just offering those services individually. So for someone who does need to have both of those things done, what is the order that that really should come in? Should they focus on doing professional branding first as far as colors, fonts, all of that, or their professional images first? Um, I think that it's really great to, I think like the general consensus that I hear too, is that it's really great for them to have their branding done first. Um, or, you know, if you hire, are going to hire separately too, like you can connect like the, um, the brand designer and the photographer right off the bat. So they're like, I love to be involved in like every step of the process. Like with one of my clients right now, they are doing a rebrand. And so like, I have access to the boards, like I, everything that they're doing, like I can, you know, communicate with. Um, so I know how to best execute the photo shoot as well. Um, and I say, I'm a lot, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I think it's really beneficial to deep for the photographer to deeper understand the brand and yeah. use it, you use the colors in the shoots and like, for mm-hmm. lighting, like how to do the lighting on stuff, um, and like for editing afterwards as well. Like um, for Nina's shoot that I just did in Sayulita, like I would naturally, you know, make them warm toned, kind of because like like more vintage warm, That's but because style. of yeah. branding, like we did them cool toned, and like I matched mm-hmm. all the tones like exactly to her blues, so that like I changed like the color of the water to match the watercolor in her branding palette and stuff like that so that Mm. and so if you did it the other way around I mean they could match it to the photos you know they could pull the dropper and you know match it to the photos so could work that way but um yeah and then I also another example I had was with Shy because she doesn't have branding done um -hmm. but she like has a brand so we could do her photos and have a great direction because like she does have like a strong brand somehow without branding, mm-hmm. like like a logo yeah. and stuff. So we could right. totally do like a brand shoot for her. I don't know. Does that make so sense? So that's something that – yeah, that makes sense. So someone could technically – I mean, this is something that you could always – if you're working with – a brand designer or a photographer who maybe like aren't used to working together, someone can request and see if that's an option for them to kind of pair the two together or mm-hmm. see if they can connect them during that process. Yeah. Because obviously when I worked with High Moon Studio, that was kind of something that was built in to my mm-hmm. branding process was the imagery and that made it all so much easier. Even like with the like weight of everything that was happening, it was mm-hmm. nice for me on that end as the client to kind of know like when I needed to do things by and what that process was going to look like too. Yeah. Yeah. Like another client, they booked, I think they booked me first, but like I had all my processes and then I just added the brand designer to, you know, our Milanote board and everything. And I was like, we would love your feedback on stuff. Like, I just think working, I always just love involving all the parties. Like, even if the copywriter wants to get on in on it and be like, okay, this is the copy we're doing for some of this stuff. If you want to create images that can help, you know, line up with this copy, I just think like mm-hmm. all of it just works together so great. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like I have, I've personally made the mistake before of like wanting to go into something or like have a shoot done. Or I think I did this with my first shoot because I was just kind of like, I don't know, I didn't really even know at the time I didn't have a solid brand. Like I was kind of 
this was before I had worked with High Moon Studio, so it was kind of just like all over the place and I was really unsure of what was happening. So I didn't really know what to like present her with. So we kind mm-hmm. of just like winged it. So for people who are, you know, wanting to do a shoot sometime in the near future, are there any, is there anything that they should be doing as the client approaching the photographer to prepare for that or to kind of think about or decide before they want to start the booking process with someone? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the mood board is like one of the most important things. And I think people mm-hmm. do get stuck up on this. Or like another client that I'm shooting this week, she was to message me and she's like, I want to shoot with you, but I don't even know how, like what, um, like how to put together like my, like what I'm thinking. Like, and yeah. so I'm like, it's you don't, hard sometimes. Yeah. So like, you don't need to necessarily have a board that has like a concept of like what you're shooting. I'm like, you can pin furniture you like that you want for your house. You can pin fabric you like. You can pin plants you like. You can pin dogs you like. Just anything about you that makes you you or anything about your business that makes it a business. It doesn't have to necessarily yeah. be like like this is what the photo shoot is going to be. But like mm-hmm. just pin as much as you can that you like or photos that you like. And it could look like a complete mess to you and like not make sense. But when I look at it, I can pick out and be like, okay, like, She's pinning a lot that does this and a lot that, you know, mm-hmm. that can find kind of the patterns and then try to come up with concepts based around that and like your business goals and stuff like that. So mood board. Yeah. Um, and then the purpose of the shoot, is it, you know, is it for a launch? Is it for um, like, or what cut type of launch is it for? Um, or is it for just mm-hmm. an update? Um, yeah, just like having a purpose, I think is important. Um, mm-hmm. when you want the photos by, like a, just a general idea, if you do, if you don't have like a specific date, um, how many right. people you want to be in the shoot? Like, is it going to be you? Do you, or are you hiring models? Is it for a product? Um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, general location ideas. Like, do you want it to be in like the woods or do you want it to be in a city or a desert? But also you don't need that right away. Cause you can develop that later. Um, and also general budget is good to have. But again, that's something that some people don't even know what they should be budgeting right. for. Like they have right. no idea. What so. the average cost is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really all it's, over the board. So mm-hmm. it it so is. And it's I feel like it's a totally different experience and price range if you're mm-hmm. working with because I remember my first shoot was with a wedding photographer mm-hmm. who just was like, yeah, I'll do your brand photos. So that mm-hmm. was like a totally different price range and experience versus working with someone like you who is like specialized in this experience and in branding. It's a totally different process. But I was like that. I was like, I have no idea what like the average price for branding photos is whenever I first started. Yeah. That's it. So <laughs> for people, so for business owners who kind of like what what does that process look like? Like once somebody comes to you and is like, okay, these are the things that I, you know, want. These are my this is my general vision for that. Mm-hmm. How what does that process look like for you once they come to you and they're like, okay, we this is like my general idea for it. How do you kind of walk that through the like baby stages of that to actually being a full-blown shoot and deliverables for them? Okay. Let's see. Um it's a long process. We're literally yeah. in it right now. And it is like <laughs> some shoots take like months and okay. months of planning. Yeah. So um, first off, we take the initial like mood board prior to discovery call. I usually take 
stuff from the mood board that I like, put it into Milanote um, or the Pinterest board. Uh, then I pull it into Milanote and then I add more to it um, if it needs. But like with yours this time, I was like, I've never done this before where you just had it so perfect by like <laughs> by the discovery call. I know. I felt so special. I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm becoming Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if you saw, like, looked in the middle note at all. Like, after our mm-hmm. discovery call, yeah. I started, like, adding in some more fluff um, just mm-hmm. to start building out some concept ideas. Um, so, like, on the discovery call, we talked through ideas, expanding them through our industry knowledge. <laughs> like, I, like, wrote little notes. Um, <laughs> so, so fancy. <laughs> um, during the pre-production, we have strategy calls, and we do vision development with the client based on their onboarding questionnaire. So we have an onboarding questionnaire. Um, that just asks like a bunch of questions about the brand and, you know, their goals and things like that. So we know mm-hmm. where to, you know, go forward with it. Um, so we source mm-hmm. inspiration and generate generate ideas with a focus on innovative approaches mm-hmm. and ROI. Um, we build our, our final concept mood boards in Milano and then build a final shot list from the mood boards and, and also prop lists. So there's... Within that whole process, there's, like, to-do lists for you guys, like, in Mm -hmm. pre-production to make sure that prop lists are being made um, and that the location is booked. Outfits. Yeah, outfits. We plan out Outfits are, like, the bane of my existence. It's fun, but I'm, like, oh, my God. It's so hard for me always. Yeah, I think people think that, like, outfit planning is going to be fun, but it's really – when you're planning it for it's a shoot. It's so stressful. It's, yeah, so stressful and so time consuming because we want to mm-hmm. see, like, if you are a client that lives near us, we could, you know, meet up and do a fitting or something. But we try right. to have all of the wardrobe planned before the shoot because we don't want to spend our time trying on outfits, being like, what what looks right. good when we're on set? Like, mm-hmm shoots are an investment and you want to be using us to be taking pictures. So we try right. to ask everyone to take photos of themselves in their outfits and upload it to Milano. And like the whole team that's on it is like, I like this. I like this. Or mm-hmm. This fabric doesn't really look good on camera. Um, you know, this f- isn't really doing much for me or, you know, stuff like that. So that's a big part of the yeah. process too. Yeah, yeah, it is wild. I like, I, and having to like, do that on your own because obviously like you are there for the input but like trying to figure it out like going shopping for yourself and ordering all these different things oh it is like eventually you just have to be like all right this is it like I'm not going to change it anymore this is what we're doing yeah yeah and that's where wardrobe stylists also come in as a great help if it's Mm -hmm. something that you don't have time for or something that you find yourself not enjoying so yeah Yeah, I always forget that they're a thing. I don't know why. Yeah. I always forget that that's an option. <laughs> yeah, we, we just worked – or I just worked with one um, that I really – that like, that blew me away. So Shy and I are talking about bringing her, like, as – Ooh, know, another, like, that would be fun. Packages. Because right now we outsource, but, like, yeah. we really like having, like, in-house because then we know how we all work together mm-hmm. and, like, it's right. easier and it can be, like, worked in, so – I'm really excited about yeah, that because she's really that would talented. be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be so cool. Um, well, I really, I'm super excited to talk to you about this topic because I, I think I put this in like my um, 
like review for you that I did but one of my favorite things about Jackie is that she is like brutally honest (laughs) and she will totally (laughs) tell you if something is not working or if something doesn't look good or I have like come to Jackie with ideas before and been like is this like out of date and she's like yes (laughs) so (laughs) with that I have always like wondered I it reminds me of people like I've seen TikTok videos of people doing like trend forecasting and we're gonna kind of talk Mm -hmm. about like some outdated trends but I have never like understood how some people's brains are able to do that so with in your business it's kind of like a lead-up question to talking about trends but how do you kind of make sure that you are like really pushing the envelope creatively and trying to stay ahead of trends in the online space because I feel like they move, the trends move quicker than we have like ever seen them move before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be such a stressful part of the process for you. Yeah. And I think too, because so many picture, so many, so many people are taking more pictures and videos now, you know, with all the social media that it, what makes a part of what makes it move quicker is because it's like, okay, it's already been photographed 20,000 times. Let's move on. Versus before it was not as many people were shooting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there was a little bit more timeline or yeah, space for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like a big part of why, what makes it easier for me is because I spend so much time on Pinterest, making these mood boards, sourcing stuff for clients and, you know, on Instagram and just social media in general that I, Mm -hmm. my brain like picks up on all these things and it collects all the patterns and it stores it in there. And other Mm -hmm. people who are working in their zone of geniuses, they aren't spending, you know, hours mood boarding. So they're not being exposed to it being overdone the way that I'm exposed to it Mm -hmm. um, because they don't have time to do that. So then like, I'll be like, you know, they'll say something and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's been overdone. And they're like, oh, like I didn't realize. And then I'll show them like, does this look familiar? And they're like, oh, yeah, I've seen that everywhere. And so like like once I put it like like that. So um, I want to so- see your screen time for how many hours a day you spend on Pinterest. <laughs> God, I'm like, I don't I, I like feel just like, like 12 hours a day. I feel like all I, I'm just on screens all the time. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, but I love making the boards and I love like analyzing everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's like a big part of it. I think a lot of people, if they spent that much time, they would notice it too. Yeah. So does it, do you feel like a lot of pressure to stay ahead and like keep up on trends and be able to create things that are like cutting edge in a way? I not really stress you out or not really because you feel like it's like natural to you at this point. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of like natural um, and just like easy. Like, yeah, it doesn't stress me out. Um, Mm -hmm. What stresses me out more maybe would be trying, like if I'm coming up with something, like are other people going to like it or something? Like Mm -hmm. when I am, like catching something that's overdone doesn't stress me out, but actually coming up with something new it's right. a little bit more mm-hmm. it's a little bit more pressure because I'm like, well, what if people don't like it? Like I'm still yeah. feel I still like think about that Chipotle um shot we did with like the Pinterest board underneath the Chipotle. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, do they think that was so lame? Like 
I feel like everyone hated it. I don't even. I, like- I don't <laughs> even remember. I feel like I was blacked out during that day. <laughs> so like sometimes I'm, I'm like, just like yeah. I feel like you could tell me to like go uh, like stand on top of your car while you drove it and we'll just take pictures of that and I'll be like okay sounds good like, that's how much I trust your vision at the end of all this Thanks. Jackie just starts messing with me at every shoot now she just put adds like one scene that's just completely ridiculous to we're see just if gonna I'll do light it or your not. hair on fire it's like we're in the desert so it's I'm gonna like, be like I'm like on fire because yeah. I'm Jess yeah and I'm like perfect that sounds so cool (laughs) well with that I feel like something else that's hard is like I'm lit right now (laughs) my hair's on fire okay I'm like I don't know if this is like gonna come through if people are gonna get this and you're like no they will for sure (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's interesting because we were talking about like how often you should do photo shoots and stuff like that and I feel like with the trends that are happening, because they're moving so fast, it that's a big part of why it's so difficult for you to like take photos or have brand photos that you are satisfied with for a long time. But it's interesting because like the photo shoot that we did in May, I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's crazy. That was almost a year ago now. Um, I still, I use those pictures like all the time. Those mm-hmm. are the majority of the pictures I use. And I feel like they're still like so relevant and so like, pretty and well done is there like a way that you can kind of make sure that those choices and those photos are going to be able to like last for a long time or be used for a long time or is that not like something that's really possible because trends are moving so quickly mm-hmm. um I think that if you have like a good mix too of like if you want okay um let's see so classic and trendy yeah like if you it should be important to have like a good mix of like stuff that are like not too trendy and then if you are someone who really wants trendy stuff like I think that a lot of the really cool trendy lighting or like trend like just like like if I did if we did like some crazy color filters um or if we did like Mm -hmm. certain props like I think that um the one with the the vintage phone like since a lot of people started using that yeah like that one kind of like is like one of the aspects that was super Mm -hmm. super on trend but then a lot of people did it so it's kind of like right now but then other ones that don't aren't as uh they didn't like phase out yet and then I think Mm -hmm. the butterfly dress was like perfect because it's just like a beautiful dress and the butterflies are part of your branding and that's yeah. going to be a part of your branding forever. So it's always going to work um, right? with it. Um, I think suits like too, like there's like a lot of elements that are great. Like, like a mm-hmm. suit is very classic, but then, you know, we were talking about this earlier, like the suits, how everyone did a white suit with nothing underneath yeah. or a white suit with yeah. a black bra underneath. So that was very, very trendy versus it's like that kind of, like if it's too trendy, then, it's going to be overdone, but if you have to find your mm-hmm. sweet spots and then I'll always like certain I'd key items, like, like certain denims and, you know, plain shirts mm-hmm. and stuff like that's always great to incorporate in there. For some right. Shots. Like timeless pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that with the foam because I don't, I, 
have like subconsciously don't really use those photos with the mm-hmm. vintage phone as much because yeah, it's been like overdone. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this isn't really relevant anymore. And that's kind of something that we were talking about. Like whenever we were planning our next shoot, a lot of times you can like take things like that and I won't like, I don't want anyone to steal this. So I'm not going to yeah. say it, <laughs> but yeah. we are like taking that and then putting like a spin on it and making it something that's not really seen or not really trending yet so you can always kind of like take trends that have been done and then almost just like do something adjacent to them that Mm -hmm. is still cool because you do like that trend but because it's so overdone you can always just kind of like switch things up which is cool yeah like um for like the suit thing like i think something that's right now it's this year is we're gonna see in more shoots is probably like um a blazer with like a hoodie underneath it like a hoodie mixed mm. into like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's going to kind of be overdone probably um, after a while, yeah. but it's not there yet. Um, but that's like a good way to switch, switch it up a little bit. But yeah, you can always mm-hmm. just do like a classic like styled suit, which yeah. Cause that's just classic. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like colored. I really liked the colored suits that we did. And I always get so many questions on my Instagram about where I got those. I, thrifted those and I I mean Mm -hmm. I thrifted like a ton of stuff for that shoe and even like for our upcoming shoot in July I've already thrifted some things so that would be like a tip that I have is to just like as soon as you kind of have like your creative vision for it like we have that already for our upcoming shoot so now when I'm going thrifting anyway I can just Mm -hmm. look for things that might tie in well to it or that are like true vintage that I want to bring in or pieces of clothing that I'm like oh that might work because then Mm -hmm. you have like the eye for it but thrifting is like one of my favorite places to find props and clothing for um, photo shoots and I feel like that is also something that like helps with staying away from trends almost because you are finding like unique items that you know that other people aren't going to have like the exact same thing in their photo shoot. I love thrifting so much. (laughs) <laughs> I know it's my favorite yeah, it's so it's fun him. so with the uh with the trends uh, this is one of my like I love uh, hearing about this it's so interesting to me so you kind of mentioned like the the white suit and how that was overdone like with nothing mm-hmm. underneath and then we talked about like the vintage phones if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about we're talking about like the ones with the rotary dial on them mm-hmm. you can like order them off Amazon so they're not like <laughs> really vintage but that the vintage style of that is kind of overdone mm-hmm. what are some other like big ones i know you have like i've seen your do's and don'ts pinterest board yeah. so you have like a million but what are some of like the big ones that you see happening um well i want to say too we because this is another thing shy and i are talking about because we don't want to ever be putting anyone down and if people love yeah. this then that's okay like it's more than okay it's wonderful but for brands that are claiming to be innovative groundbreaking industry shaking unique different cutting edge yeah bold trendsetters visionaries scroll stoppers that's what mm-hmm. <laughs> shy just like is laughing at me <laughs> uh, like that's when shy's it's like what are you saying <laughs> that's when it's like like don't do this like that's when you don't want to be doing this um and right. that's like you know words that a lot of people are using so it's just hypocritical if you're mm-hmm. claiming to be that and your outfit screams i'm following mm-hmm. everyone else um, so mm-hmm. just wanted to say that because, you know, if you want to keep shooting with Preface. those phones, do it. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Or even like for in our situation where we're like, we, we did use the vintage phone. Mm-hmm. It's still in my brand oh, photos yeah, yeah. and it's fine. Like it, I'm not like, Oh my God, I'm a failure. Yeah. Because that. Like but it, it was, worked at the time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so the white suits, um, red wine, everybody's taking a photo with a glass mm-hmm. of red wine. Um, I know we all drink red wine, but we also all drink other things too, like chocolate milk. Vodka. And vodka <laughs> and margaritas. <laughs> so I think, you know, we can switch it up a little bit. Um, what else? Newspapers. A little a pro tip we did. This is like an insider, sorry, for the Pen and Thrive shoot we did. What did we – it was like champagne, oh. and then we just poured Fanta in it yeah, to make mm-hmm. it orange. Yeah, because their brand colors was it champagne? Orange. Was it champagne or was or it Sprite? It was just- we were like – there was some weird concoction. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I or no, that. it was just Fanta. That's what it was. It was only Fanta in there. Okay. So it looked like we made like this really cool like <laughs> orange mixed drink. It was Fanta. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you can always do something like that. Yeah. Incorporate your brand colors. Like tomorrow I'm doing a shoot and we're going to try to make a blue drink because she i was literally that's so funny i was just thinking of the mountain dew like you know the blue mountain dew i was oh, like no, i bet I'd... that would look cool yeah I'll, I'll have to tell her um yeah that would be cool excuse me um <laughs> <laughs> you just throw up from the stress of things <laughs> okay it, it, podcast over <sighs> okay so um, next one big thing is newspapers it I've shot in the newspapers, but yeah, it like drives me. Yeah. Especially like all the branded ones and stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. again, it's just like the headline innovative. And it's like mm-hmm. a newspaper. I'm like, that's not innovative. <laughs> but so, yeah. Uh, that I love newspapers and they're totally like, I see them coming back around because they're great. They're classic. Yeah. Um, there's this one shot of everyone pouring champagne into a glass. Like everybody has mm-hmm. that. Um, hand over the face. Oh, no one can see me. I'm like acting these out. Um, there's like a, this shot that's like a hand over the face because the sun is like shining and you get like the shadow of your mm-hmm. hand. It's like everyone does that at outdoor shoots and it, and I don't know. I've just seen, I'm just bored of it. Um, it's beautiful and I've done it many times, but yeah, it just for this year, like let's take a break. Um, yeah. pizza, in, especially in bed, like so many girls just eating mm-hmm. pizza in bed. It's so like mm-hmm. reminds me of Mary Kate and Ashley. I love it. I love to eat pizza in bed, yeah. but just another one of the like, I don't know. It's just white robes, break. white towel on the head, um, just really cheesy bed photos, really cheesy working photos, cheesy mm-hmm. beach photos. Like I have Pinterest boards for all these, so some of them are like hard to explain, but I did. Um, I'm making a whole like new don'ts list so i was gonna send you the link for that and i'm gonna make it public so people can like see our yes, recommendations that would be so cool. for like mm-hmm. what what we don't recommend for 2020 yeah. and 2023 shoots so shy and i started working on that today so you should make like a guide or something like that that people can have because i know that there's probably like a lot of people that want to work with you but maybe mm-hmm. aren't like at that point yet who would love to like some type of input like that you should yeah. do that and just like update it every cycle that would be so cool yeah that's kind of yeah we're gonna yeah that's kind of what the pinterest is going to be for now so maybe when we, we can get more into it when we have more time mm-hmm. yeah. any other ones um i think those are like the main ones at the top of my head the wine it's also it's 
But yeah. I was going to say it's so hard, too, because like you were saying with, um, like, newspapers and stuff like that, it's difficult because it requires, like, a lot of mental capacity mm-hmm. to come up with something oh. like that. Like, and we like, did uh, – yeah, go ahead. The, the like, mood board on the wall. Like, everyone puts the mood board yeah. on the wall. So that's, that's like, kind of what, how we did something different with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for our Pin and Thrive shoot, instead of having, like, a mood board on the wall, we literally had, like – screenshots from our Pinterest board inspiration and that Kaylin like sent them to Staples and had them laminated and it was like these huge poster (laughs) boards and those were like floating in the water and we had them like we were able to like write on them in the water and stuff like that which was cool and we we wanted to do like one that was like transparent but we just couldn't couldn't get it together (laughs) but there's always like that it just requires some like thinking outside of the box and trying different things but it can be difficult because there are like with newspapers you're like oh that's so cool I really want to do that so it's like how can I put like a spin on it and make it different which can be really difficult to do sometimes which is why it's really nice to be working with a photographer who kind of has that type of like creative mind and vision too Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's It's so hard. So it's great to work together. And so I think for especially for brands that are claiming to be all those things, it is it's just so important to like really work on creating these these ideas. Yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, what's your um, what's your like availability for anyone who's listening? Who's like, I want to work with Jackie. Are you currently taking submissions or are you like <laughs> uh, <laughs> out? I I have um well we have like the wait list and I'm working through it uh because we don't do that many shoots like people are like how often do you shoot like some photographers like shoot every day but I'm just like I get so invested in the project I like become part of you yeah. and your brand and so mm-hmm. I I can't do that I can't do like the as good of a job as I want to do if I did more shoots. Um, but so we're also, we're like reworking some of the insides of our business right now so that like we also have shy shooting. Um, so like mm-hmm. I can't, so we work on set together, but then I also can have like people who apply through me if she has availability uh, for something or she's a better fit for them. Cause mm-hmm. I'll be like, Oh, she's better at like studio stuff. Like she, like that's one mm-hmm. of her strengths. So um, just figuring that out and we're talking to some other photographers too just hoping to like you know expand the team so that mm-hmm. they can go through our entire process and like yeah. have like the creative direction and all of that but um be able to, so that we can help more people or shoot for more people right. um but yeah that like kind of have a similar style because again like i feel like there's so many talented photographers that are yeah. better than me, but a lot of them also don't have like the whole process set up um, that mm-hmm. we've kind of designed and are more photographers that like go to set and are just like, okay, like tell me what to do on set that don't do the, the pre-production. So mm-hmm. trying to like collaborate with that so that, I don't know. There's just a lot of exciting stuff. You're going to build out an agency. I, I feel you like I, photography agency. I'm like, you have one actually. I'm like scared of that word. I feel like, Right now, it's it's more like a team. Like we're a team. So, it's know. a it's a. I was trying to combine those words, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> team and G, team, a agency. Team, agency, team agency. Team agency. Team agency. Yeah, but I mean, one day down the line, it would be cool. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. But. 
yeah. <laughs> it's good to uh, you're gonna manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I can see you having like studios all over the U.S. Oh, yeah, and I, a huge I've, team. I tried to do the studio thing like I think like twice now. I got so far in like the process of like planning it, Pinterest board, business plan, but like mm-hmm. it's just so hard with like the investment. Like it it's so scary with brick and mortar. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's so scary. It is. It's it is. It's really funny because a lot of people come from think that on the online space is scary mm-hmm. that have a brick and mortar business. But I agree. Like I'm I've been like, oh, I would love to like open a coffee shop or a vintage store or something like that. But it just we I think should open a vintage kind of store together. After, yeah, we should. Oh my god. And then we get shut down because COVID <laughs> comes back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun though I did that for that was like my first online thing was selling vintage clothes and it was like I loved it it was so fun and I think yeah. it would be really fun to have like an antique store or something but I'm also like do they make prof I feel like it's all like retired people that have them who are like set and they're like I'm just doing this for fun but I don't know maybe I they're think, profitable yeah no I think that like the specialty vintage stores like are profitable but I think it's very hard to be profitable online with vintage because it's mm-hmm. a one you take a picture of it you have to go through that whole process of uploading it yeah um like marketing it you know the model mm-hmm. that's wearing it just shipping like all it. this shipping and it's just one item versus if you're selling an item and you know you have a whole run of them and like they can be restocked mm-hmm. you just yeah it's completely different so um it actually it the price point would have to be very very high to make profit online um, so in store, just having like a store that everyone goes to, that's really cute. Um, it's also like location is so important yeah. too. Like, I don't know if I opened <laughs> one in like South Carolina, I live in like a tourist destination. So I don't know, maybe actually, I, need I guess to visit you just you. never know. I'll analyze You it. do need to visit me. <laughs> you, I feel like you would like it here. It's pretty, it's like funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I feel like I go to TV sh- or like Outer Banks. You know, did you ever oh, see that TV yeah, show or on not TV but on Netflix? Mm-hmm. That was filmed like two hours away from me, so wow. it's like everything here looks like that basically. Okay. Cool. That, that's you're like cool. okay. I don't want to come anymore. No, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. I do want to come. I want to. I want to come to Nashville too. Okay. I've yeah, never been it. to Nashville. Okay, when you coming? I really want to. I'm telling Soon. everyone to come. <laughs> When you coming? Yeah, <laughs> you were all over the place. I think you might be like the busiest person I've ever seen. Or like, the, you're always like hanging out. You're always traveling. You're just like always all over the place. Yeah, my um, Kim. Oh yeah, you know Kim, who, who did your program. She's like, how? She's oh yeah. Like, she said something the other day that made me laugh because she was just like, I don't understand. You're drinking. You posted on your story, like, drinking beer, hanging out with your friends, but you also just created, like, this whole new, like, Milanote board and, like, all this stuff while mm-hmm. you're doing that. Like, is there someone – like, I don't remember her exact words, but it was is just Is there like, someone else? <laughs> like, and I'm just, like – I just, like, bring my laptop everywhere and I'm on my phone all the time, like, around, uh-huh. like, everyone. Like, I had my laptop at the bar, but, like, you guys don't see that on social media. And I'm just, like, what's your Wi-Fi? Right. Like, making a yep. mood board. Like, I know. So. I feel like you were always, like, there's – I feel like I've messaged you before at, like, 2 a.m. about something, and you're just, like, immediately, like, seen. And I'm, like, <laughs> when does this girl sleep? Like, I don't really sleep. I don't get it. Um, but I'm working on it. I'm working on having balance and having – relationships <laughs> yeah one day hard. i'll have yeah 
We'll see. Are you more of a night per- like do you like working at night or during the day more? During the day. But I just You do? Mm-hmm. I thought I would have thought you liked at night better. No, I like working during the day, but sometimes I just there's just so much to do, I just I just work. Let's stay up all night <laughs> for seven days in a row. Yeah, like sometimes I just wake up. I'll like try to go to bed and I'll wake up and I'll just won't be able to stop thinking about something. And I'm just like, no, I'm just oh going to go back to my desk. It's 4 a.m. And then I just work. And I'm like, oh, the sun's up. OK, we'll just stay up. That and is then- like the worst whenever you try to go. Like, when you're trying to like do something during this happens to me all the time. I try to like do stuff during the day and I'm just like. I feel like I have nothing in my head. And then as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm, like, thinking of all these ideas and all these really mm-hmm. cool things. And I'm just like, can I not do that, please? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like an Well, where can I – I know. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, Jackie Sterna. Uh, J-A-C-K-I-E-S-T-E-R-N-A is – that's my Instagram and my website. Um, and my Pinterest. Do you have a TikTok? Oh yeah, and my TikTok, um, which I need to I don't use more. Yeah, you do. You need and to do like before and afters of your or, like your photography then versus your photography now. I think that would be funny. Yeah, yeah, I have some funny stuff from like high school, and then yeah, our like teams page mm-hmm. is on Instagram. Is it's upfront? So I T S dot U U P up F R O N T. So that's like <laughs> us as like a team. So yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, everyone go follow Jackie. I love following you. You post the best stuff. Thank you. And your aesthetic is so cool. I'm just like, I want to live in Nashville and hang out at all these cool well, bars. And You can. You totally can. I know. I need to come. I'm live. I'm like tied by my ball and chain right now as this puppy. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, well, you can bring the puppy too. My uh, apartment complex allows dogs. We have a little doggy area. I know, but yeah, that would be easier, actually, because you're not in freaking Arizona anymore, so I don't have mm-hmm. to fly. I think yeah. Nashville's, like, six hours from me, which isn't that bad. It, w- it was, like, five hours to Knoxville, because that's where I drove to get Teddy, so it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yay. All right, we're going to plan it. Okay. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for being here, Jackie. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Your first podcast. <laughs> Watch. You're going to go do, like, 25 now, like, every single person. You're just begging no. people to come on their podcast because no. you love it so much. <laughs> I hope that some of this is usable and it doesn't make anyone's ears bleed. But. Little do you know, I forced Jackie into this. <laughs> just, I blackmailed her. <laughs> <sighs> it's good experience. All right. Yeah, it is good experience. Uh, you'll feel so much more comfortable the next one you do. If you're like, I'm not doing a next one, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Jackie, for being here. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Jackie. Bye. No, force you in. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at the Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? <laughs> Talk to you next time.